privilege of getting to come alongside of what you and others are doing and what Jesus is doing. And there's some amazing things that are taking place. But the last week and a half that I've been here, we've seen about 100 people come to faith one-on-one in restaurants, in malls, on the beach, just as we go, putting Jesus on display. And there really is nothing specially anointed about myself or the team. In fact, I'm just a skinny man trapped in a fat man's body (laughs) trying to follow Jesus. Just like all of us have something we can look to ourselves and go, man, who am I? Well, who we are is beloved by God. Who we are is righteous in him. Who we are is image bearers of Jesus. And so that means that we're not just a a people who come and, and just sit and hear a message. We become the messenger as the messenger lives inside of us. And so everywhere we go, we can begin to see the activity in the outbreak of the kingdom as we get to see with new eyes. This is something that is so uh, shocking to me is that God allows us to get to do the stuff of the kingdom. That heaven is not just a place that we're going, but heaven is a place that wants to reside in us and flow out of us to the darkness, to the brokenness, to those who are bound up, those who are broken. And it's not just for a special few. It really is for uh, his body, the body of Christ, his church. And what we need to learn to do is put on the mind of Christ. And as we put on the mind of Christ, we begin to do or see what Jesus saw and what Jesus does. You know, when Jesus came, he came to show us the way back to the Father. He came to show us how to come out of death into life. Jesus didn't just die for you. He died as you. Think about that for a moment. He didn't just die for you. The man who knew no sin became sin that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So as he died, we died with him. And as he was raised, we were raised with him. And so no longer do we have this place in us that is unholy. We have a holiness in us because Jesus, he said there was only one sacrifice. And he is the sacrifice who came and he made us pure, holy, righteous. Not just right standing, but right of being. Have you ever thought about that? Your right of being. So we talk about what it'll look like when we get to heaven and we're looking and we're longing and, you know, there is a groaning in us because we long to see him for who he is. And and there's also in creation, it's groaning for the manifest sons of God to um, arise, right? Who is that? His body. Because creation's groaning for the full redemption. Our bodies are, are groaning for the full redemption, but Jesus also said when, when, he, when he died on the cross and he said two things that are so beautiful. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And he wasn't just speaking to the ones who were crucifying. He was speaking to all of humanity, all the way back to Adam. When Adam was created in the image of the Father and Eve from his side, not to be stepped on, but be a helpmate and bear the image of him. Who? The Father. The Father of delight. You know, Eden literally means delight, so they were meant to be fruitful, multiply, and subdue the earth with life and delight. And we know the story as the crafty serpent comes in and begins to twist the word. He begins to cause them to begin to think something that the Father didn't say, that they already were complete. And we know the rest of the story. Something of corruption happened. Our DNA began to be corrupted. The earth began to be corrupted. Literally, creation itself became distorted, but not just distorted. At a far more application of that, it became dead. But then Jesus sends, God the Father sends Jesus, the second Adam, to come. And why is this important? It's because it's so important that we understand uh, about who we are and what we're to seek. He said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. 
So we need to know two things. We're seeking his kingdom. What's his kingdom and what's his righteousness? Because those two things alone will begin to help us to put that mind of Christ and begin to do what he's called us to do. But we've got to remember from what we've been called. We've been called out of death into life. And so Jesus comes and, and he, 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 as a man, 100% man, 100% God, but he, he walks this earth as a second Adam, not, not sinning, pure and holy, just like Adam. And he walks and he's walking to the voice of his father. And he grows up with his cousin John, who had this, these prophetic things over him and Jesus. And I'm sure they were like, wow, what is this? But didn't fully know. And then one day John is baptizing and he looks and he sees afar. And he does not just see his cousin Jesus. What he sees, he goes, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. In that moment, his eyes could see. The king and his kingdom is coming. The one who would make all things new. And he comes. But then what does Jesus do? Jesus says, John, you must baptize me. I'm not even worthy to tie your shoes. No, according to the law, let me be baptized. And so he's baptized. And what happens? Check this out. He's baptized into the water. As he comes out, the heavens open up and declare, this is my son. And whom I'm well pleased and I love. What he's showing us is, this is the way. We've been baptized into Christ The Father's opened up in Jesus. He is the one man in us. We are all in him. He's saying to us, you are beloved. You are beloved. And the Spirit sends him in where? Into the time of testing, into the desert. And the enemy begins to say, well, if you are the Son of God, right? Doing the same thing that he did with Adam. But Jesus relied on that image that the Father loves me and he's pleased with me before he did anything. And he came out of that time of testing and he, he began to do the works of the kingdom. And everywhere this light came, darkness began to be exposed. Never before did we start to see what was the sinister thing behind the darkness of humanity. He said, forgive them for they know not what they do. Why? Because there was something more evil and sinister behind it. As the light came, darkness screamed out, the Son of God is here. He's coming to destroy us. Because they knew their time was short when this one came. But he came not just to be uh, the sin sacrifice, but he came to be the one who would be our great high priest, the one who would be our elder brother, the one who would be the prototype for all humanity to begin to walk under. And he'd give back the keys of the, of the kingdom. He has the keys and he's given them to the church for us to again release the garden of delight, release the father's love in signs and wonders of his beauty. We see signs and wonders all around us all the time in our flesh, don't we? Signs of corruption, signs of darkness, signs of lying. And what does it point to? It points to a brokenness. So how much more than should signs and wonders that, that point to a God that is real and is wanting to breathe the Ruah, the very life of his presence back into us, we should see what he is seeing. He said, pray this way, Father... Acknowledging that we now have this Father. In heaven. He's in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Your kingdom. What does that mean? Your kingdom. Your rule. Your reign. Everything that's right in heaven. Let it come now and be established upon the earth. Through his body. The church. See we are Jesus with skin on. We are Christians, little Christ ones, little anointed ones. But oftentimes we don't believe that or we don't see that. We still see something different, but we need to see with the eyes of the Father. We need to see with the commissioning of the kingdom and seek that righteous understanding. And there what happens is life begins to start seeing all around us. And I want to share a couple of testimonies about that, I believe, that will kind of help hopefully stir your faith. But we've got to begin to look back to, to Jesus because Jesus is the, the one that we follow. 
And there's a lot of things that we do in church and we do in discipleship. But I believe that sometimes we miss, if we just go back and begin to read the Gospels and to read, read Acts, how was Jesus discipling people that didn't even quite know who he was? He didn't come after the, the great uh, guys who, who knew it all and, and he came to the, the, the uneducated men and women and he put his spirit on them. And he filled them with, a, with the presence as he blew upon them. He said, go and do what I'm doing. And what was he doing? He was healing the sick. He was casting out demons. He was feeding the poor by multiplying it. He was raising the dead. He was bringing that kingdom reality on earth. The kingdom of God is truly at hand. Put your hand out for a second. Say this. Say the kingdom of God's at hand. How close is the kingdom of God? It's within your grasp. It's within your reach. And you're meant to release the kingdom. We're not just waiting for a kingdom to come. The kingdom has come. And yes, it is coming in, in, in a way. But here is the way. I believe sometimes we're waiting for this great move of God. And I believe that Jesus is saying, I'm not going to move until the church begins to move. I already sent my spirit. Think about the responsibility. Think about what he's given us. He didn't call us to sit in pews. He, he called us to get out of the sanctuary, into the streets, and to put him on display. But the way that we end up doing that is we begin to look, okay, Jesus, what were you doing? Read again through the Gospels. Read what he's doing with the disciples and how he is duplicating his ministry. There's so much I'd love to just tackle into this, but I don't have the time this morning. But there is this place that we need to be renewed in the way that we think and the way that we perceive the Father, the way we perceive the good news. And oftentimes we perceive the good news as not, I I don't think it's very good news when we're trying to scare the hell out of people to get them into heaven. When we should be scaring, literally not scaring anybody, we should be loving the hell out of people. It says that the kindness of God leads a man to repentance. Look at your own life. Was it his kindness that began to lead you? Well, it's his kindness that will lead others. It's not a special few. It's if you're part of the body, you are his body. You're his representation on the earth. You're an ambassador of righteousness and reconciliation. So wherever you go, the kingdom of God should be ushering in. Jesus should be seen. Last night we went to a downtown Durban area and went to a nice restaurant. It was great. As soon as I walked in, I see the, the hostess. And just for a split second, I could have missed it. It could have been my imagination. Who knows? The only way I was going to find out is if I just asked. I said, ma'am, are you having a problem right here in your neck? And she goes, oh, it hurts so bad. I said, here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray for you. And you're going to get healed right now. Jesus loves you. I prayed for it. Bam, she gets immediately healed. She's freaking out. I said, this same Jesus who just touched your body wants to now come and touch all those broken places and those pain in the inside of you. And he wants to make you new. And here's the good news. He's not mad at you. He's forgiven you. He loves you. Would you like Jesus to come live on the inside of you and to be your Lord? I want, please let this Jesus come in. We sat down, we're eating steak and Our waiter was doing what waiters do, and we're doing what people at restaurants do. We're eating, right? But God loves this man who is waiting on us. We're like, Father, what are you saying? So we just took a stab at it. Hey, we feel like God might be saying this. Next thing we know is he's literally breaking down, kneels down, weeping, and gives his heart to Jesus. And he says, wait, 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 one second before you guys leave. And he runs in and gets his best friend. And his best friend comes and says, hey, my, my friend said, you, you might be able to do something for me. And I said, what do you need? He said, I have this horrible pain I have in my, my, my chest. And I have pain in my back. I'm, there's a lot of things messed up in my life. I said, do you want it gone? Yeah. And this is what I simply did. And it's, it's not because there's some great gift on this. It's just... 
simply resting in Christ and what Christ wanted to do, I said, okay. I said, let me see you. And I put, I put my hand right there and I said, I just looked at him. And he looked at me. Looks a little awkward for me. Like, what are you doing? Are you going to say something? Are you going to pray? And I'm just looking at him. My friends are looking at me. What are you doing? I'm like, I said, okay, how does that feel? He said, you are freaking me out, man. I said, why am I freaking you out? He said, what did you just do to me? I said, I didn't do anything. I just touched you. No, 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 no. What did you just do? Like, the pain is completely gone out of my chest. I said, that's amazing. He's, but you still have the pain in your back. He said, yeah. So I put my hand on his back to the exact same thing. And he's going, man, I'm feeling hot all over my body. What are you doing? Who are you? And I'm like, I'm just eating at your restaurant. He goes, no, tell me. How are you doing this? I said, do you really want to know? Yes. I said, are you sure you really want to know? So I was kind of baiting him a little bit, having fun. Because I wanted him to really get it. I said, let me tell you who this is. This is Jesus who just touched you. I didn't say a word. I have no gift. I have no power. I just touched you. And as I touched that risen Christ who lives in me, touched you, took away that pain. And that pain that he took out of your body is a sign and a symbol that he wants to take the pain and the destruction out of your heart. He wants to make you new. He wants to take the dead things and make them alive. He loves you. He's not mad at you. Do you want this Jesus who manifests himself to you? He's not religion. It's a relationship with a good God. I want this Jesus. Oh, you, you must be an evangelist. I don't know if I'm a, I'm just a believer who's walking in love of trying to seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. And if there's an evangelist that's calling my life, it's only for this purpose. It says an evangelist comes in and it stirs up the body for the body to begin to do the work of an evangelist. See, God's always at work. He's always working. And if we begin to cultivate this in our mind and our heart, that he's working, his kingdom is active and present, and it's active and present through you and me. Then we begin to see, the Lord said to me one time, Brian, I want you to do three things. I want you to learn to look, listen, and respond. When you begin to look, you'll begin to see my kingdom come. When you begin to listen to my voice, you'll hear my words for people. And when you respond, when you do that really like knee-knocking thing, <laughs> that, you know, that faith thing, that you step out, out of your own fear, and you step into the mission of Jesus, and you just simply respond out of obedience and love, he said, my kingdom will come. And sometimes that's a hearing from, uh, literally from heaven, a word of knowledge, is, maybe that might be our pro- prophecy, but oftentimes it's been for me is just looking at a need or the need of a person right next to me. Or the person in front of me, or the person on the, the, the calls on the phone. You guys ever get those? You guys get phone calls like from solicitors, cell phones that in the states we get this all the time. And I used to get so mad. Now I'm like, this is the greatest opportunity in the world. People are calling me, and I get to tell them about Jesus, right? So they're calling me, trying to sell me this. I said, no, 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 hold on a second, though. But hey, do you have this in this condition in your body? How did you know that? I said, well, uh, do you have this condition? Yes. I said, what's your pain? On a scale from zero to ten. Oh, it's about an eight. I said, would you like that pain to go? How are you going to do that? Do you want it to go? Yes. Holy Spirit, would you come right now? You're going to begin to feel this presence come over you, like this heat. They start freaking out over the phone. I'm feeling this thing on my body. What is this? I said, this is Jesus. And he's come near you because he loves you. I've seen so many people come to Christ that way. Out of an annoyance of a phone call. Do you see, oftentimes in our life, there's these annoying things or these things that just don't, where we get frustrated, we're, we're waiting in line too long, we're on the phone too long, or, you know, we get distracted and we go, you know, take the wrong turn or whatever. Have you ever thought, what if we begin to change the way we think? Maybe that is the Lord guiding us out of our busyness. Instead of getting in frustration, what if we were going to say, this might be a kingdom encounter, a moment that we get to put Jesus on display. And I'll tell you, when I begin to change my thinking that way, I've seen hundreds of these things take place. Where before I would have been just frustrated. I could tell you story after story. And I love in the, in the first part of Mark, it says, Jesus says, it says, repent, change the way you think, change the way that you've been looking, change the way that you've been you know, admiring, change the way that you've been focusing on, 
And then what? Turn and believe the good news of the kingdom. We do that as we come into the kingdom, but we continually do that as believers. Not looking at this world. This world, man, it's, it's hard. It's, man, my, man, my body's broken down or, you know, somebody's sick or, you know, our country's not doing right. We're doing, so what we do, we get mesmerized by everything here and we turn and we see only that which is evil. And so we turn back and we look and we say, I'm seeking first the kingdom and there's righteousness. I'm believing the good news of the gospel. It's greater than any darkness that the enemy tries to throw at us. But let me show you a couple of testimonies of, of something, and then we're going we're gonna to pray and do some ministry. But I just want to show you kind of what this looks like is wherever you go. How many of you guys uh, go to breakfast someplace? You know, if you're not eating at home, you go, you go to breakfast with a friend. Or you go to pick and pay, which we now call pick and pray because we've seen God just come in so many different places. We love it. You know, it, it, it's these, these places that we go normal every day. Let me tell you some a secret. The mission is found in the mundane activities of your life. The mission is found in the mundane activities of your life. Taking your kids to school, going to a game, going to work, getting groceries. Mission doesn't start because we're going to go out and do outreach. Mission starts when you wake up. Because we are embody a message and a ministry of reconciliation. These aren't just good words the Lord said. These aren't just poetic things. This is real. You once were dark, now you're light. So shine bright. So I love this one. Let me tell you this one passage because I absolutely love it. And it, it stirs my faith every time I, I, I read it again and again. You've heard it before, but hear it afresh and anew. Matthew 10, 7 and 8 it says, As you go, proclaim this message. What message? The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you receive, now freely give. I love this part. As you go, as you go on your journey, as you are going to the movies, to the mall, as you're going to a, wherever, anywhere, the mundane, as you're walking around, as you're going, have this message and proclaim it, but not just proclaim it, demonstrate it. See, we've been really good in the church about proclaiming a message, but not demonstrating the reality of that message. Listen, people at Pick and Pay aren't going to listen to a 45-minute expository sermon. So what would be the best thing to do is just say, hey, I see that you might have a problem. Can I pray for you? And if they see the demonstration of the power of God come, they'll sit there and listen to you maybe for 45 minutes of what just happened to them. We need to demonstrate this reality. And it's not a special gift that resides in you, except we've been given the gift of the Holy Spirit, who is the giver of gifts. And so if he's given me a gift of healing, and I was going to walk up to this lady, and she needed healing, the healing's not for me, it's for her. We're simply delivery boys and delivery guys, delivering packages. We're, we're like heaven's Amazon, <laughs> you know? We just get to, all day long, pass these things out as we see people, where, where God is wanting to send these packages. Okay, so if you want to play video number one, this, I'm at breakfast, just so you can kind of see what this looks like. Hopefully it'll work. Okay, this is uh, Zim. She's uh, waiting on us today. And as I was getting ready to leave, the Lord gave me a word of knowledge about an area in her, her neck. And Zim, how long have you had that, that pain? Uh, I think a year or more, what they were calling an attention headache. Attention headache? Honestly, yep. it's not here. Yeah, and it's not there. Oh. So we prayed. What did you feel when I prayed for you? just was warm and, and I felt numb a bit, but, yeah. but I can't feel anything now. No and pain. then you said it moved though to one to side. The other side. So we prayed again, I broke the spirit of infirmity, and then it's gone. It's gone. And then I told you this was Jesus and asked, Would you like to receive Jesus in your heart? And what did you say? Yes, please. Yes. And so you gave your heart to Jesus, then I prayed for an empowerment. What did you feel in your hands? They were warm, and well, they still are. Still warm. So God's anointing you. And so. 
here's the deal. As Jesus healed you, you get to go heal others. This is what Christians do. Thank you for sharing your testimony. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Go ahead and play video number Okay, two. this is uh, Zim. She is uh, waiting on us. Sorry. Yeah, you can clap. That was pretty awesome. God's good, huh? Yeah. This is the second one we're at, Pick and Pay. If you just pr- play that video, that'd be good. All right, this is my, my new friend. Tell us your name. I'm Noctulampega. And so we're here shopping and getting some stuff that we needed. And I saw that she was limping. And I went up and asked her, and she said that she was born with polio. Is that right? Yes. And so she had a tremendous amount of pain in her, uh, her left foot and her leg. And so we prayed for her. And what happened? Uh, when, when, when Pastor prayed for me... I feel a pain it's gone. <laughs> and how long have you had that pain? It's a long time. Give me a number of years, do you think, how long that pain's been there? Maybe 10 years. 10 years of pain. 10 or 15. And you said you took tablets for the pain? Yes. Yeah, and there's always. no pain? And then you also said you started to walk more straight and walk, walk more stable. Is that true as well? <laughs> yes, a little bit. Yes, yes so it's, something's happening with your, with your yes. legs. Is that amazing? <laughs> it's amazing. So, do you, so you think Jesus is still healing people yes, today? Yes, yes. So, yes. one, I bet you there's other people that need healing too. <laughs> Would you put your hand out like that and say, Jesus? Jesus. As you healed me, as you helped me, would you heal them? Would you heal them in Jesus' name? In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Come on, Jesus, huh? All right, this. So we're just going to pick and pay. I had to buy a fan because our aircon wasn't working and it was really hot. That's why we went to pick and pay. That happened, then we were going to check out. I just happened to ask the lady behind the, the cashier, said, do you need any uh, prayer for anything? She looked at me, what are you talking about? I said, do you have any pain in your body? Yeah, I do. I prayed for it. She gets completely healed. So she calls another friend over. And it was like a chain wrap. Now the manager comes over. Now another employee comes over there. And we spent for the next 30 minutes as we are praying for one. And we're not even praying. But we pray for one person. We have that person pray for the next person. And they're not even born again. And God is healing people. Why? Because here's the deal. If that messes up your theology, let it. Because here's the thing. He said, I'll pour, in, uh, <laughs> I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Joel 2.28 says, all flesh, not just Christian flesh. Now, we all have to come in through Jesus. But what I'm saying, he's pouring his spirit out. And in the midst of, it's kind of like when the, the Jews were freaking out that the Gentiles had already received the spirit. How could that be? It's the same thing. And sometimes I, I love to see that. And I try to tell people right after the beginning, even before they become a believer, that this is what Christians do. Because I know a Christian is going to come alongside and say, this is not what Christians do. But if they can see it from the very beginning, they're not going to believe that lie. And so one by one, we're having them praying and they're going, what is this? I said, this is Jesus. The one who just healed through you, the one who just healed you, wants to come alive in you. Would you like to receive Jesus? I think 15 people came to Christ in the front. Managers were just stopping what they're doing. I was in one line, and this lady comes with her family, and the lady goes, stop, <laughs> and wants me to pray for her because the kingdom showed up. It's irresistible. But this is not something that I'm going to do to make the Father proud of me. I'm going to do this because it's my identity. I'm going to do this because this is what we get to do. Is Jesus lives on the inside of me and I get to put him on display just like you. I'm going to share one last video that happened here in your area. from, And I love this story. And it, it, it's beautiful. But before I say that, I want to say this one thing because... I want you to hear what I'm saying. The Lord has spoken this to me a number of times over the last six years. He says, Brian, everywhere you go, I want you to release this, this message when you're in a mixed group of people. He said, Brian, I'm about ready to pour my spirit upon women and those 50, that's men and women, and above in an unprecedented manner. Why? Because here in the ignorance of the church, we've bought in the lie of the enemy, and we sometimes have told women, you only can do so much in the church. Some church systems are like that. A lot of church systems like that. You can do the kids. You can clean up. You can do this. No, listen. God has called you to be, to roar like the lioness you are. I'm telling you, who's the very first uh, evangelist? Is when Mary was sent, Right? To go find Jesus at the tomb and the angel said, who are you looking for? Your Lord's risen, now go and tell the others. 
She was the one that was the first told. And she goes and tells the risen Lord. Our Lord is risen. This will freak you out and do some study on it. It's absolutely amazing. But the woman at the well in church history, it goes on. Her, she gets baptized at, well, she, okay, Jesus says you have these husbands. <laughs> he prays for her. She gets, well, actually, he tells her what's going on in her life. She gets so excited. She goes into a village and says, come meet a man. Who, who knows everything about me. And that's, uh, this whole village gets saved. All this kind of things happen. But church history goes on to explain. This, her name is Fotina. And it, it's her baptismal name. And she gets baptized at Pentecost by Peter. And she becomes the, one of the greatest evangelists. True. You can look it up. Rivaling the apostles themselves. In signs and wonders. Even confronted Nero, was put into prison and led his daughter to the Lord. So we can't buy the lie of the enemy that the Holy Spirit is in you. So women, I just encourage you. Some of the greatest evangelists, some of the greatest pastors, some of the greatest leaders, some of the greatest things. And we're seeing in our world where women are rising up in, in certain things. But listen, the enemy is trying to pervert something. What you need to rise up is in the kingdom. What you need to rise up is in your identity of righteousness and go and be a messenger to men and women of this Jesus who lives inside you. And those of you that are 50 and above, if you've been in church along and it's the young people we want young people listen it's, it's for everybody it's all generation but the young people get encouraged the most but when you get a certain age it's like hey you can sit and we just need your money <laughs> no we don't need just your money what we need is for you to be mothers and fathers who are seeking the kingdom and your righteousness and look there's a whole bunch of orphans out there waiting for Moms and dads, just to adopt them, to believe into them. And I guarantee if you get on fire and you begin to put Jesus on display, youth will come in droves wanting to know what you know. So this last video, and then we're, we're going to pray, was I was with Zulani. Zulani? Did I say it right? I'm so sorry. Okay. Had the awesome privilege of, man, what a, what a precious gift, what a precious man you have here. His story it is unbelievable, unreal. I know you guys know his story, but just, wow. And so he asked us if we'd come, and I guess he goes out and he does this every week. He's, he's taking things down into uh, the, the, the area that he goes, and flour, you know, clothes, and all this stuff, and praying for people. And we got to go with them, and it was so great. And we saw God move in some crazy ways. And then we had one more group that he wanted to, to come up for us to share with. And honestly, when we got there, and I was, it was real hot. I was tired. There's probably about four or five people there. And, you know, there was like six of us. So I thought, you know, some other guys can get out. And I was stuck in the back seat. And I'm sitting there for a moment. All of a sudden, my eyes lock upon this woman who's sitting on a rock. And it was like I was compelled to get out of the car. And I could see my other friend walking over at the same time. And I went, let me get There's something there. I don't know what it is. And here's what I found, too. Sometimes what we're thinking is, oh, God's going to show him his great and mighty presence in the midst of the great crowd. Oftentimes, it's in the smallest, obscure places where the most miraculous things take place. And there is a woman who sat for three years completely blind, couldn't see. They've been praying for her, asking God to heal her which they were sowing, they were watering, they were being faithful, they were doing this stuff. And we got the opportunity to come alongside what they've been sowing, what they've been doing, what Jesus was doing. And this lady, every time, said, all I want to do is see. So let's play that last video, and we'll let her tell you what happened. Hey, this is a beautiful woman that we just got to meet, and Chris and I had the privilege of praying for her. She's 100% blind, and now she can see. Jesus is still opening the eyes of the blind. It's been three years. 100% blind. No, She couldn't see anything. Nothing. Nothing. We prayed for her. And what happened? When the island was cut I I 
You're not clapping for me. You're clapping for what Jesus did for a woman who had been blind for three years. Do you get the significance of that? And to me, it's not just her blindness. It's when oftentimes Jesus would do something when he would heal. There was was a double meaning behind it. What he wants to do is he wants the church to begin to remove the blind scales and to begin to see this is what we're called to be. It's a prophetic picture. Who wants to see? Who wants to give sight to the blind? Who wants to seek first the kingdom and his righteousness? Is that what you really want to do? Okay, let me do this for a moment because I, I, wanna, I do want to do a place of importation, but I want to do some words of knowledge for healing. Who's the person you've had this, this pain in the back of your, your neck? It goes from about right here and it goes over to the right into your, it might even be into your shoulder. Those might be two specific, one, I mean, one thing or two specific things of in your neck. It's almost like I saw a picture of someone like in an accident or something and your neck has been uh, injured and then a shoulder with like rotator cuff. I don't know if that was the same person or if those are two different people. So if, if that's you, you have a problem in your, your, your neck or you have a problem in your shoulder, uh, would you be brave enough just to, to stand up and so I could see you? Would you come over here, please? And would you uh, just line up and face that way? Can you come up here, sir? I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, everybody, yeah. And just, just do what he did. He's doing good. Just line up. Okay, great. Here's what I'm going to do is I'm just going to interview them real quickly and find out what they're responding to. Okay. What, what's your name and what condition is it and what's the pain on a scale from zero to ten? Sometimes ten. <laughs> Sometimes five. Okay. What's the pain right now? It's locked on. Yeah. What, what, what would you give it now? Like a... Today, but what's the pain level you give it today? Eight. Eight, okay. Hi, my name is Suvelin, and I'll give it a seven. It's on my left side. Left side? Jean. Jeannie? And it's probably between five and eight now. Five and eight? Hi, I'm Michael. I've, I've, being a triplet, I've got congenital bone deformations in my neck. Okay. And I've got a rotator cuff tear in my shoulder. It's on and off. It's, on you know, it's... Are you in pain right now at this moment? Yeah. 
Jockey, uh, I have a rotator cuff problem. It's been operated on, but I struggle to lift my hand. Frozen shoulder almost. Yeah. yeah. It's, okay. So it's painful when I lift it in okay. certain conditions. Okay. Well, don't lift it. It won't be painful. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a bad joke. Shouldn't have done Hi, everyone. My name is Noxy. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd say 9. 9. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I asked you a moment ago, who, who wants to be those people who have eyes to see and people who want to release the kingdom. Did I see some hands up earlier? Where's those hands? You in the green, come here. Keep those hands up so I know if, if that's, really, that's really you. You in the pink, right there, you. Let's see. This lady, let's hit some guys too. How many people are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three. Can you come up? Can you come? Now, did I see some guys? Did I see some guys that were wanting to do this? This man in the back, come. I want you to stand in front of one of these people. Just, just pick one, doesn't matter who. You can hug them if you want to, I guess. <laughs> Embrace them, hello, high five. Okay, I think we have enough right now. But we'll, yep, you guys can help. That's great, perfect. Okay, here's what I want you to do. Don't, don't, don't pray for them yet. This is what I want you to do for just a second. And the more that we begin, let's not pray yet, let's not pray yet. Let's not pray. 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 Not yet. Not, not praying yet. Let's just wait. Wait. Take your hands off for just a second. Yeah, just for a second. Just for a second. Okay. So all of these are people in your family here in your church that have a need And our job as believers is to release healing on the sick. Not just out there, but in here. And the more we do it in here, the more that we begin to get that faith. But I promise you, the more you do it out there, the greater you'll see of signs and wonders. But I want you guys to begin to be activated in this and saying, if you do it here, you've got to go do it out there. Okay? So here's what I want you to do. I want you to simply ask them, if you don't know the person's name, just, 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 just do this regardless. Ask them the person's name, okay? Ask them the condition they have, okay? Ask them, again, where the pain is, and use that scale from zero to ten, because we want to know how effective our prayer is. Now, those of you guys that are, are just watch with excitement, and let's see what God does, okay? Okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to, you could, there's a lot of different ways you can pray, but let's pray like Jesus was praying. Like, see, get up, go, you know, hear. We're going to pray short prayers of command. And then I want you to ask the person when you pray for them, okay, if it was her shoulder, I say, I command that shoulder to be healed now and ask them to begin to move it to see if, if movement has happened. If movements happen or they feel like a warmth or a tingling, ask them if the pain level's gone down, okay? And I'm going to interview you guys in a moment. So let's just take a moment. We're going to, I don't want, like, I want you to look at them in the eye when you pray for them. And I want you to speak with authority. That doesn't mean loud. That just means, Father, I thank you for healing. And I break the power of this sickness or this whatever it is. So go ahead and do that now. Okay, you're doing great. Now, stop your prayer. And the reason I'm doing this is because when you're in pick and pay, you don't have long. You gotta, they have, they're working. You've got to do something. You've got to do it quickly. Okay? So just ask them to do something they couldn't do. Is there anything that's changed in them? Any pain level that's gone down? Do they feel something happen? And if it is, just wave at me so I know. Did something change over here? Okay, what happened to you? Uh, I felt a relief on my shoulders. Is yeah. all the pain gone? Um, not completely, gone. but okay. most of it is gone. Yeah. So what would you give the pain level now? I'd say about a three. A three. And what was it first? Uh, it was a nine at first. Okay, so she had a nine that went to a three. So put your hand back on her and just say, they say Jesus, I release healing. All pain. 
Go now. In Jesus' name. Now check it out again. Where are we at now? Look for it. And hey, Christians don't lie. Christians lie all the time. Tell the truth. What's that? Is it gone? All the way. 100%. How long have you had that? Quite long. Come on, Jesus. So we have... Tell this. Okay, so what happened? No, I had this prayed for quite long. But after the prayer, it's a bit like, and it's okay. There's no more pain? No more pain. Not at all. Move it all around. Let's test it out. Make sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's no pain. Come on, Jesus. Thank you. That's awesome. Okay, you stay here. If you can go sit down. You did a great job. Okay. What's happened to her? It's almost completely gone. Like, I can't believe it. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I've had this pain for years now. Like, maybe two, three years. Where do you feel it most? Where's it a little bit louder? Um, all over my spine. Okay. Just put your hand right there and say this. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, would you come? Would you come? I break the spirit of infirmity. I break the spirit of infirmity. Now go now. Now go now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now move your back. Is it gone? A hundred percent. Look for it. Don't lie. Tell me the truth. <laughs> it's gone. Come on, Jesus. It's gone. All right, stay here. You did awesome. Go sit down. Okay. What's going on with you? My arm lifts much easier now. You're the frozen shoulder dude. Yeah. Wow. So did you have pain too? It was painful when I lifted. Okay, so how far can you lift it? It doesn't look frozen anymore. I, I used to have to take it through a, a, a wiggling movement to get it up. If I want to worship, I couldn't just move it straight. Nothing particular. Nothing in particular. Just pain left. But it, w- but it happened when she prayed for my neck. Your neck. Awesome. Good job. Come on, Jesus. First time ever. First time Jesus. ever. Yes. Yes. So do you want to do this more? Okay, come stand here for a second. I also need healing. You also need healing. What do you need healing of? Knees. Knees? Okay, Both so knees. Well, here's the, here, well, here's the good news. Freely he received healing. Right? So freely he's going to give it to you. But here, here's the good news. We're all wounded healers. Here she is. She's in pain and she's praying for somebody else. Listen to that. That is some of the best advice you'll ever get. Go pray for the sick out of your own need. I'm telling you. So, we'll just start it right now. She's, put your hand on her hand for a second. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for healing me. As you healed me. As you healed me. Heal her. Heal her. All arthritis. All arthritis. Go. Go. All pain. All pain. Leave. Leave. Spirit of infirmity. Spirit of infirmity. Go now. Go now. In Jesus. Move it around. Move it around. See. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't want to kneel down, but it's still a bit stiff. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank so you, Jesus. So you want to do more of this, huh? Yes. Okay. Put your hands out like this. Close your eyes for a second. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you've activated her. But she's going to seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. Lord, everything you've given to me, as freely as I receive, I freely give it away. You told me that you're going to use women, those in their 50s and above. She's a little bit above 50. How do you know? Don't know, but I just know that. And she's a woman. And I, I thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, I'm just going to breathe on you just as Jesus breathed on the disciples. And you're just going to receive a greater release of power. <sighs> Fill her Holy Spirit right there. In Jesus' name. Okay. Sorry, we should have, probably have people behind us just in case something like that happens. Let her just stay there. Holy Spirit, anoint her hands, God. Anoint her. Lord, make her a great evangelist. Make her a great healing agent, a messenger of love. Amen. She can just stay there for a little bit. Can we have someone just in case like that happens? I don't, you know. Just someone, yeah. Okay, so what's going on with you? Yeah, well, I need to have a good sleep. So when I rotate the cuff, it's a chair in the, in the 
sheets. Only when I sleep at night will I know. I mean, I've had freedom of movement during the day, so I need to, you know, I need to go and test it out. You need to go test it out. Yeah. So we need to go to sleep. Yes. So watch go to sleep and come back. And we'll, we'll wait for yes. You. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. So that's, did you feel any warmth or tingling or anything happen? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jesus is the healer. He, yeah. yeah, absolutely he's yeah. the healer. But we're not like, Lord, I claim my healing. If, did healing happen or did it not happen? If you can't tell, like you said, was there anything? I, 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 I need to test it. Okay, cool. So that's yeah. good. We know that. Thank you for being honest right yeah. there. Still stay there. You did a fabulous job. Thank you for praying. Thank you for praying. Awesome. He wants you to hold out your hands. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your power and your presence. Lord, let your anointing rest upon her. Lord, everything you've given to me, I give to her right now. In Jesus' name. Okay, what happened to you? I had, she prayed for my shoulder, and mm-hmm. it's it eased up quite a lot. I won't know until I've tested that. You won't know until you test no. it. How, how do you have to test it? It comes and goes. Sometimes oh, it it, and if, goes. if I use that arm a lot, like if I throw something, like okay. throw it for the ball, for the dog, for a while, it gets very okay. sore okay. So for days. No, for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But at the moment, it's eased up a lot. It's eased up. Well, that's good. So healing has, be, has started. Okay, did you enjoy that, huh? Yeah. Wow, your hands are really hot. The Lord's anointing you for healing. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, what you've given to me. As freely as I receive, I freely give it away. Thank you, Father, for that power coming upon her. But you're going to use her in great ways. Fill her Holy Spirit right there. More. More. Let it come. Let it come. More. More. There it is. More. Okay, what happened to you? Uh, the lady prayed for my shoulder, and uh, I had a tension headache for like two months now. And it's, Is I'll it give one? it from, it's a nine. It was a nine? No, it was, the pain was seven. It's about two now. Okay, so but you can seven feel. to a two, so you can still feel a little bit. Okay, put your hand on her shoulder. Say, Jesus. Jesus. We thank you for healing. Thank you for healing. If it can go from a nine to a two. If it can go from a nine to a two. It can go from a two to a nine. can go from a two, two to a nine. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Spirit Thank of you. infirmity, go. Spirit of infirmity, go. There it goes, right there, more. Spirit of infirmity, go. Move your arm, move it around. It's all gone. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> awesome. Hey, stay here. That's Awesome. So, Jesus, let your anointing fall afresh upon her. God, that you want to use her in mighty ways. Lord, everything you've given to me, there it comes. As freely as she's, as I received, I freely give away. Feel her Holy Spirit. Power. Okay, what happened to you? No, it has gone down, but it's still, it's still in the shoulder. It's still in the shoulder. So, what, where did we start? We started up high. <laughs> high. What would you give it now? Up to seven. Seven. Okay. Can we pray one more time? Okay, won't you put your hand right there? Say, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you for your healing presence. Thank you for your healing presence. We command. We command. The shoulder. The shoulder. To be restored. To be restored. Stress go. Stress still. Muscles relax. Muscles relax. Spirit of infirmity leave. Spirit of infirmity leave. Right now. Right now. I bless this shoulder. I bless the shoulder. Now. Yeah. I'm moving around and tell us, be honest, what's going on? Definitely much better. Definitely much better. Yeah. What will we give it now? Two. Okay. Put your hand back there. <laughs> Jesus, we bless the shoulder. Jesus, we bless the shoulder. The Holy Spirit, will you finish it now? The Holy Spirit will finish it now. We bless your shoulder. We bless your shoulder. Infirmity leave now. Infirmity leave now. The shoulders much better. That's much all. better. Are yeah. we giving it a hundred or what? I think so. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> okay, you stay here right there. So, Father, I thank you. What's your name? Pat. Pat. Father, we thank you for Pat. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're going to pour out your spirit like you told me upon women. And I ask that, Lord, everything you've given to me as freely as I've received it, I freely give it to her. So, Holy Spirit, would let your power now rest upon her. To begin to do good works in Jesus' name. Feel her Holy Spirit. There comes more, more, more. 
In Jesus' name. Yeah, there it is. The presence of God's all on you. Let it come, God. Fill her, Lord. Fill her with that power. In Jesus' name. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. More. Increase it. Increase it. Fresh wind all the way in there. Yeah. More, Holy Spirit. More. Pour it, pour it, pour it. It has nothing about her falling, by the way. Just the power of God's honor. So I'm just blessing it. More, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Wow. Come on. Amen. Good. Okay. Those of you that prayed, you're just happy. You're pulling up your skirt and everything. Just showing off those knees. I <laughs> know. This leg was out there. Do what? Your leg was out there. Is that how you, what do you tell, like, explain that to me. This, this knee had gone sideways already, so I how couldn't. How long has that been? A few years. And so it just straightened. Yeah. I would say that's not just a healing. It's like pretty creative, huh? Yeah. Yes. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> Thank Jesus. Amen. Yeah, it was like out there. Hey, was it the gym? Thank you. Come on, Jesus. Yes. Amen. Okay. You, you guys that just got healed, stay up here. Those of you guys, go sit down for a second. Do, Pastor, where are we on time? We're fine. Anybody needs to go, flat, you know, that we're just going to carry on ministry. Okay. So these just got healed. The Bible says, freely receive, you freely give away. So who has a sickness or a pain in your body? Raise your hand of anything. Okay. Stand up. Do you have pain at this moment that we can test it? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll pray for everybody in a second, but only if you have pain right now in the moment that we can test it to see if it's gone. The three of you, come find somebody. Did you have some pains, ma'am? Oh, didn't come back? Yeah, sorry. We didn't mean to miss you. Okay, so we have one, two, three, four, five, six. And we have four, so we need two more people that are in pain right now. Come up there. Stand in front of me. Sorry. Anybody else? You got pain somewhere. You prayed for the pain. You're cheating. No, I'm kidding. That's awesome. What happened? Well, I, I just said to uh, touch my shoulder because I'm having physio for my shoulder. Physio for your shoulder? Yeah. Now you have a cane. Can you not walk without the cane? I don't know. Can, you want to try with me? I'll be gentle with you. I'll walk with you. Okay? I won't let you do anything that you shouldn't do. Okay? So, Holy Spirit, I thank you for your presence. Lord, if you can, if you can heal her shoulder, Lord, you can heal her entire structure and give her balance again. So, Father, I bless her. Extend your hands towards her. Say more, Holy Spirit. Let your power come. If you could just straighten a leg, Lord, fix her. Your feet hurt. Jesus, heal her feet. Here's what I want you two ladies to do with her. Just keep praying for her for a If she gets really tired, have her sit down and pray for her again. And then we're going to test that out, okay? Is that okay? Are you okay with that? Okay. Okay, you're okay with that. You keep doing that. So we get everybody up here. Okay. Okay, so you guys know what to ask because they asked it for you. So ask them what their, their pain is. What their pain is. And what, on a scale from 0 to 10, what that is. And then, once you know that information, I want you to go ahead and just pray for them. Short, effective effective prayers of command. And let's test it out, okay? And I'll come by and check what's going on. So, do you guys all know what the pain level is? What the number is? Yeah, go ahead and pray. You guys are doing good praying. Keep your eyes open when you're praying for them, too, okay? Now go ahead and ask them if something's going on, something's changed. Let's see if something's changed. If it hasn't, we'll pray again. While they're praying, is, if, is there anybody in here that you have terminal illness, you have deafness, or you have blindness in one eye or the other, or your eyesight's going, or you, you don't hear well, or the hearing is completely gone? What, which one's that? On Eyes? Okay, can you come stand right there in the middle for a second? What about you? Eyes? Okay. Is it eyes? 
Ears? Come stand next to her, this lady here. Eyes or ears? Ears? Okay. Come stand right there in the middle. If you've got a deafness or an impairment of your sight, come stand in the middle. Where these guys are. Now, is there anybody that has any terminal illness or has a, um, a what is it? What's the word? I'm, I'm trying. Um, your immune system, uh, immune system is attacking uh, autoimmune disease. Sorry, autoimmune disease. Any autoimmune disease, cancer, any other thing like that that you might have. You do okay. You, you're going to keep praying. Any, if anybody else is that way, then we'll have them come stand over there. If not, I'm going to check on these guys. You stay there for just one minute, okay? And we're going to come pray for you, okay? All right. Let's check this out. What, what's happened here? About half. Okay, keep praying and just keep releasing. And break the spirit of infirmity. What's going on? Um, I have two things of pain here from a mastectomy and a reconstruction, and that's virtually gone. That's gone. Yeah, I came in with that. That's what I stood up for. I also have arthritis, hip, back, everything. It's it's worse when I stand up, but that is not... That is still wanting. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's still. Okay. So if he can do that here, he can do that. So put your hand there and just command the spirit of infirmity to go. Bless what you're doing, okay? Once she's done or you're done, you, the pain gone, just clap so we know that something's happened, okay? How about there? What's going on? Well, mine is not um, between I go to sleep at night. I want to go to sleep. Okay. Well, my shoulder gets okay. sore. So we can't tell until later, yeah. right? And also, I fell down the stairs yeah. when I was overseas. Is your back hurting now? Yes, just a little bit. Not it hurts a little bit yeah. in your lower back? Yes. Okay. Hey, can someone grab that chair and bring that up towards her for a second? Just a chair. Okay. And just sit in that chair for just one second. And put it maybe towards the side. Can you turn it this way? I'm sorry. Turn it that way. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like where you're going like this. Sorry. Okay, that works. Sorry. I'm not good at giving descriptions. Okay, so what's happening? Nothing. Nothing yet. You're in pain. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's when I walk and then it's in my groin. Yeah. Okay. Have you walked around? Yeah. It's there. I can feel it. You still feel it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna pray again. Okay. So here's the thing we need to learn to do is pray more than once. Once I prayed for a guy 47 times. The 47th time he gets completely healed. It was in the streets, in in front of like a, a pick and pay. And six of his friends come to Jesus because of that. How's it going with you? Any changes? There's change. There's change. Is it all gone? Just, it's weird. Like, my head feels really heavy. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. In Jesus' name, I break the spirit of infirmity and I command it to go. I break all that darkness off, that assignment that came against her at an early age, and I had to release her from it now. In Jesus' name, come Holy Spirit. Let your power rest upon her and free her. In Jesus' name, come Lord. How do you feel now? Come on, Jesus. She's, God's touched her and took the pain away. Amen. Thank Yes, we're just all the back. We haven't forgotten you. Okay, so you said your, your, your foot, your leg, what, your back hurts, right? Okay. Can you hold that for a second for me? Can I see your legs for a second? Stand up. You, you heard it right there? Here. 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 Say. Pain. Pain. Go now. Go now. Spirit of infirmity. Spirit trauma. Spirit trauma. Leave. In Jesus' name. Try it out. Move it around. Is it? Huh? Okay, do it again one more time. Okay, sorry. You can see a little or none. I had a cornea transplant. It rejected around the periphery. And at the same time, my iris stopped operating. Okay. And um, it results in almost like an overexposed image. Being, so I, I have a, a, 
Well, blurred vision, blurred morally vision. so. Okay, just that eye. This eye, okay. yeah. It's in this eye, I've lost part of my retina, the middle part I don't see out of. And this eye, I've got macular something or other. Okay, How far can you see with this eye? I can see with it, but if I look at it, half of you are not there. Half of me is not there? Well, about, okay. about a quarter of your head. Okay. I don't see round anymore. Okay, that, that helps. Um, I can't hear out of my right ear. You can't hear any right ear? No, not okay. at all. How long? Um, about 10 years. 10 years. Sat, I've got um, scarring and need to have another surgery. Okay. You can't see. It's, no, I can see it's very fuzzy. It's, it's very unclear. Fuzzy, fuzzy, and, fuzzy. Yeah, I can't. Okay. Hard of hearing. You're hard of hearing? Mm. Is that just because for your wife only? or is that <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> so the Lord hears you, heals you. Are you going to still play like I'm hard of hearing with your wife? No, no. no. So you can hear a little bit. I can indeed. Okay, so how would we be able to test it if God did something to your ear? Oh, I would be. I would know. You would know. Um, okay. I had a cataract operation, but it's still not uh, so still blurry. I, I can see, but it's fuzzy. Okay. How about you? My eye. Your eye? Can you see out of that? Yeah. What's that? Not that bad. Not that good. Is it very blurry or something? Okay, it's itchy. Right now when you see, what do you see? Do you see my face blurry? Yeah. Okay. How about you? Hearing and my eyes. Okay. So I would like a few people, some of the young people, please, to come up and stand in front of each one of them, and we're going to pray for them while they're getting prayed for over there. Okay? Can we get some young people to come? Hey, Young could be depending on whatever you think young is. That's all, all relative. Yep. Yep. So I want, ma'am, can you, in the orange, can you come here to me for a second? And I want you to come here. Yep. Now go ahead and grab everybody else there. And I want you to ask them what the issue is. Pray for them. If it's their sight, come in their sight to see. If their ear, come in their ear to open. Okay.